What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. Hi. Hi. What's good? Oh, my God. What a week. What a month. What a day, honey. Oh, my God. Tell me about all of that shit, okay? You holding up over there? Um, I don't know. I'm in a weird space right now, to be honest. I just, I think that um, I'd be grateful for, like, my opportunities and my jobs and stuff. But I think that when it comes to, like, family issues and, like, personal issues, it sucks because I literally can't just pause my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish it was a way that I can be, like, I can take days off work to just kind of, like, get my mind together and still get paid. Yeah, but, I, yeah, because like so, like a typical job would have like bereavement days where you cannot miss out on money but still have the time. You know, it's kind of like understood. But I guess in your industry, it's not like you really have a boss to go to, so it's just a bunch uh-uh. of people reaching out. It's like literally leaving funerals, going straight to work. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> you know what I can't even imagine. And then you expect it to like be who you are because they don't really know what's going on. Yeah, like I can, I don't want to bring that energy into somebody else's space, you know. But in the same time, it's just like, God damn, I am human. But I mean, well, I'm glad you're here. What do I do? People, so I appreciate it. I can't even imagine, honestly, because I really had to get myself out of going to work when I shouldn't have. Like, there's been times where I have actually went to work after a funeral. It's just stuff that I really had the benefits available to do with. So it's like, Alicia, them folks, if you leave, they're going to get somebody else to do your job. Like, stop doing all that. Yeah. Take care of yourself. All right. Do we have a Black Business of the Week? Um, So my Black Business of the Week, um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember, I was stumbling last week. But this week, I figured it out, figured out who it was. So basically... Um, I don't know if you guys keep up with designer, um, designer bags or whatever case may be, but Gucci just recently ripped off one of my friends. Um, her name is Sonique Saturday on Instagram, but she came out with some bags a few years ago that ma- that were made popular by Amber Rose. Um, Amber Rose and her stylist at the time, I think he still works for her, but I know he styles Nicki Minaj as well, but um, he and amber were wearing these bags that were basically knockoff designer bags and they were right on them and say like fake so if it was at the time celine bags were the bag so it was like you fake like this celine or fake chanel but they were right in on the outside of the bag and recently gucci um they just used that concept child they got bags that say fake but they're real yeah which i think is like um a girl y'all in yeah, like y'all know y'all didn't come up with that. So um, right, her wanna... designs are very niche. I actually was shopping online yesterday and I saw a pre-order for some quote unquote fake Gucci slides. And I was like, Oh, excuse me. They were real? Yeah, they were real, but but they said fake. Like it was it was painted on there. Oh, MG. Um but yeah, like her um her page on Instagram is Sonique, S-O-N-I-Q-U-E, Saturday. So I'm a little stuffy. But um, yeah, she has like Chanel bags. She has Birkins. But they're all affordable. They're all under $100. And I just like the aesthetic of it. Like her page is just so nice and clean and black. 
Yes. When you sent me her page, I actually, I was telling you, like, I remember her when she went to Albany State with some, I, so I, I can't remember if she's a Delta or she, she had this campaign she was doing. I don't know, but I think she is. But anyway, the reason why, and it, it stuck to me because like the way she used to post her, her fashions back in the day, it would be like that three image layout. Yeah, and I used to always go to her page. I mean, she has some style that I, you know, I'm comfy, cozy swag. She's <laughs> like, I don't care what time of day is, I'm finna step out. But yes, I remember her, and I remember going to her page a lot. But I hadn't seen her page in so long. So when you send me, I'm like, oh, this girl look familiar. Now yeah. she had too many posts for me to go back and confirm, but I know it's her based off who follows her and who she follows. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so um, check her out. I mean, the, the bags are really cute. If you want the look, but don't have the money to afford the real boy, which is fine. And um, even if you do have the money, save some money. Save some. <laughs> um, check her out, Sonique Saturday. Her website is her website, of course, is www.soniquesaturday.com. And she doesn't. I'm looking on here now. She even has like little clear bags that she customizes. So all of her stuff is just like customized bags. Yeah, it's handmade. And she got good handwriting for them to look good, how it look. Because my junk can look yeah. like scribble, scribble, and stick, man. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I'm going to put all the information in the episode notes. Y'all check it out or whatever. I'm going to check it out too. I don't know if I, I mean, I've been on this designer purchase movement like y'all. Listen, you've been on one. I, I don't know glasses bags belts jackets. wait what kind of glasses did you buy some ferragamo glasses i got some oh. versace glasses that i had bought like maybe a couple months ago and then i um so let me tell you what happened i'll make it quick oh. so i bought it um i wanted a new bag and i bought this mcm bag i got it from bloomingdale's bloomingdale's having this promo if you spend this amount of money you get a gift card and so my my purchase qualified me for a 125 dollar gift card so i'm gonna use the 125 dollar gift card to buy me this reversible ferragamo belt i was gonna get a gucci belt but i need a brown belt and a black belt but the ferragamo is reversible so that means i can just buy one belt instead of two okay cool and then um i um got, i'm getting this all saints leather um coat this oh, you jacket. have money okay <laughs> listen to me no um, I, I do have some money but i'm not spending that much so the jacket that i want i was actually going to get it regardless but what ended up happening is it's 20 percent off right now and so I'm going to get it, you know, a couple hundred dollars off of what I was going to spend. So I'm going to get the belt and the jacket for like less than a thousand. I know that sounds, that is a lot of money, but I don't spend money. Y'all, I'm treating myself. Okay. And so then uh, I think I'm done after that. I like really basic go-to stuff. So I don't need like a red, pink and all that. But if I have a brown belt and a black belt, that'll suffice when I do wear a belt. And um, the, the, the MCM bag is just a treat to myself because I just, you know, I even, I even wrote a little note. It said, hey, Pooh, keep up the good work. <laughs> oh, my, to yourself. <laughs> yeah, to myself. I ain't mad but yeah, at and it. The, and the glasses, let's be clear, I got those with my insurance. So they end up being from like 400 to like $48. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah, and they, and they the transition. So they the like regular glasses that turn into shades so i really ain't pay that much money i mean with an exception of the 650 dollars mcm bag that i got on promo because i signed up for the emails and got 15 percent off y'all gotta finesse the system okay <laughs> um zani had some glasses like that that was like um they go from um 
glasses to shades and i always thought that was weird because we'll be in the house and there'll be glasses and we'll walk outside and it'll just be like yeah Yeah. and it's always that little moment where they like turning into it and it's like girl you okay (laughs) and it's funny because i used to look at it as like old people stuff but truth be told i never wear sunglasses because i wear glasses and so it's like i'll just you know wear like the only time i would see myself wearing shades is if i wear contacts but i only wear contacts when i wear makeup so i was like whatever and what's crazy i'm about to get lasik so what am i really doing (laughs) Wait, you getting LASIK? Yes, I'm getting LASIK and veneers. It's a new year, boo. New LASIK veneers and new cars 2021, period. Period. Listen, I definitely want to get veneers. I've um I've just recently like been doing a lot of my research. Um seems like Dr. Sam Soleil on Instagram is just the guy to go to because he breaks from what I see on Instagram, he just breaks down um why you shouldn't get them or why you should or the reasons what would you know stop them from not doing it or he can't go over certain dental work and all this other stuff so uh, i don't think that the shaving of the teeth is good and he yeah. you know from what yeah, i read on his post i don't think that it's not good but um it's literally a lifetime commitment my thing is your teeth don't grow back so like y'all just got shark teeth every time i see lucha i think about that picture when he had his, his teeth took out Okay. Give me piranha vibes. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> okay. All right, man. It's like you take stuff too far. Somebody said one thing you just have to take it off, but it's I'm cool. Sorry, is that like clarity? Okay, so what's going on in Shop Talk? Um, I'm actually looking for some right now. I want to speak um, do you on have something anything? while you're looking. Okay, come on. Okay, so the um let me get his name right before I snap. Okay, so the CEO of Wells Fargo said, and I quote, there is a limited pool of black talent to recruit from. Sweetheart, that's not true. And this is what's so crazy. Oh, and, uh, like, what What do you mean? Right. So, number one, you the CEO, you're not a recruiter. So, somebody told you that and you just ran with it, number one. Number two, it's so unfortunate that corporate America has always been associated with white people. And that's a fact. Even, like, whenever black people, myself included, end up in, in positions in corporate America, where the issue is always, it's not a lot of people that look like me. So, we target specific companies to make sure that we're not alone. You know, because you just don't want to feel awkward because now you're like the, the you in the fishbowl. People looking at you. And they might not be intentional with it, but it's something that happens. It comes with that lifestyle and um it's crazy because i have so many you think about how many black even even if you just look at black college institutions and the people that they produce they're working somewhere or they're looking for work but every time i get a job or i work for a company i'm working with somebody who either has no experience or way less experience than me is making more money than me or is late it's just so many things and it's like well how did this person slide through the cracks and i know so many well-qualified black people who would love to work for a company like this and they can't get in the door and it's a lot of times like i tell people all the time when companies are hiring, they list the position for the experience. They don't even, they, they will interview you for no goddamn reason. It doesn't matter. They always already have, some, not, not in every case, but most cases, they already have the person they want to hire. And it's somebody they slid. Now, I don't have a problem with people referring their friends. Hook your friend, hook your friends up by any means. But you have to realize what the problem is. It's not, there's a lack of pool. Do you, are you crazy? Let me tell you something. And I know that I'm, I've been very fortunate to be able to work for these companies and be one of the only black people. But I had to really finesse myself to get up in there. And then once I got in, I was like, well, this is what the problem is. Yeah. A lot of times, like, they just don't look. Like, it's like you got to be exceptionally better to even get something that's easy to get into. And it's so disrespectful for him to say something like that, especially because a Wells Fargo recruiter hit me yesterday. I'm like, oh, oh my God. What, what pool was I in, love? You was in the, um, your pool had a little piss in it. Get what? I can't even swim. So what's good? 
Yeah, I don't like, it made me upset because it's like, it's always so for me, whenever I have been reached out by a recruiter for a company, I always be like, how many black people they got? Because I don't want to be there alone. But at the same time, you want there to be change. So it's like, do I just work in this company and be uncomfortable so they can kind of be like, okay, let's hire more black people. Like, what do you do? It's kind of like, it's not my responsibility. But at the same time, you can't, there won't be change if you don't embrace change. And it just, uh, it really annoyed me, especially I know multiple black people that work for Wells Fargo. And I don't even mean on the front line, because it's one thing to be like, oh, I go to the bank. It's always black people. We talking about corporate America where people who work for the company and on the like the hourly level can't even get into you know what i'm saying yeah. so it was like i know black people were there now and i know they felt the way because it's like excuse me like what are you trying to say anyway there yeah. are black people everywhere and they are looking for jobs and they don't have to work for your top well fortune 50 company but i'm kicking like they're not out here and they are yeah. and it's a shame that people have to do things like hide their linkedin picture or use a moniker for their name so they don't get ice you know asked out of these search results because they'll see a name they get intimidated they see a picture you get intimidated you went to a certain school if you, and they'll target these certain um high level colleges like um uga and georgia state and georgia state i won't say high level per se but because it's a very diverse school but there are a lot of top level schools like auburn and university of alabama they recruit from and you're not going to find a lot of black people at those schools and so yes it's nice to recruit from those top tier schools because it's like you have to be really qualified to get in but you're not going to find diversity if you go to places like that that's all yeah and i, I represent the place state, baby, because i be in these big these clearly uh, you these have on the shirt right now i literally got a clayton state shirt right now and i rep clayton state <laughs> the thing is it shouldn't be a, it should be about you know even if somebody not necessarily qualified it's nothing wrong with giving them opportunity but you you got to be intentional with your recruiting you have to be and i always feel like whenever i get to a company and i like i will be intentional about recruiting people who i think would be a good match now i'm not putting people on who are going to be lazy and not represent me well but i do know that to get experience you have to get experience and it's like where y'all missing this at yeah um i've never really had to experience stuff like that except when i worked at mac um mac is a company that always stresses the fact that they're um our sexes our races our genders like that's just the the nature of the company um but i did feel like the counter that i worked at since it was at bloomingdale's they wanted somebody that looked a little bit more on the non-ethnic side and the reason mm -hmm. why i say that is because if you're familiar with the bloomingdale store in linux that's like one of the stores that not a lot of black people come in i mean they do but for real for real most of our clients that were there were like older white women yeah so i don't know yeah. if they were trying to be like if they, they felt, don't know how to get to that parking day i know how to get to that parking day that's why i park it every time <laughs> i'm just yeah. <laughs> but no like um you know the clientele there is a little different, which I understand. But the thing about me is when I, I, I genuinely like doing makeup and I like working for Mac. That was like one of my dream jobs at one point. So I just felt like I was overqualified for a permanent position at Mac because for the longest I was just a freelancer. So I was a freelancer is basically somebody who come in and um they fit like if it's days where somebody they need extra people, they'll put a freelance on the schedule now normally a freelance only works like once or twice a week but i was working like five or six just because i was that good of an artist and mac is more of a company that is geared around sales now opposed to doing makeup and i was good at both like my aus and everything was high but they just will always find an excuse to not hire me which was fucked up you know one time my manager even, and we're cool now because I, I ended up going back and expressing like how fucked up that was that she said that to me. But I remember one time she said to my face, she said, I see you keep, you keep applying for a permanent position. Um, do you think you would want to work at Cumberland and Stonecrest? Oh, 
You know, and I said, and why you should I said, be? Why would you say that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because it's the blacker mall, and you know your other people don't want to work there. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm here. I work here now, and my sales are high. I work here now. My client, I'm bringing a lot of clientele. Wow. Like people would literally come in the store and ask for me because I did all I needed to do. I had to, in order for me not to get written up, we have to sell a certain amount. So of course I'm going to use my social media to my advantage and I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm going to be at work today from this time. Yeah, this I'm time. Supposed to. yeah. All the time. So that's not, that has nothing to do with me. That's actually me using my resources to make y'all's counter, uh, get more money. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand that. And it took a lady from, you know, I, I felt kind of bad. Like I needed that fucking job, but it was a lady who worked at the Bobby Brown counter. She was an older black lady and she would always come over. She was like, you know what? Anytime somebody comes in this store, I always send them to you because I watch you every day. I understand. She was like, I literally watch how you handle every single customer. Um, you always happy. You always got a good, a good spirit. And then I just feel like you knowledgeable. Like you literally taught me some stuff. And she was like, I just don't understand why you're not even a manager. Cause you do my work in the damn. Ooh, if that ain't a story in my life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she would always come over and just, she would give me gifts sometimes. Like, I, every time I go to the mall and I walk through Bloomdale's, I make sure I go find her. But, like, definitely. I just, I, I, I never understood that. Like, I just, I feel like people overthink it. Like, granted, there are some people who genuinely don't want to, because I've had people to come in and they'll be like, they want to work with a woman or they want to work with somebody around their skin tone. And I get that because black people do that all the time. They'll come in and they're like, I would want to work with a black person because I would feel like they will understand my, understand my skin, which I get that. So I just let, you know, whatever. But, um, I just don't understand why people just automatically assume just because somebody's black or they have a certain look that they're not qualified for something. It sucks that. Yeah. And I'm glad that that is changing somewhat, I guess. And it's also crazy because Wells Fargo was one of those companies who said on social media, when it was a lot of protests going on, that they were making efforts to create more diversity in the workplace. It's just really sad. Honestly, like you, it's, it's, it's really no excuse. That's all I can say. I can assure you that there are plenty of qualified applicants that are african-american i'm not talking about people that don't interview well those who do no call no shows on interviews. i'm talking about people who would get in that in that role and execute it well so don't play with us if y'all call yeah. me i know y'all can call them and maybe i don't know what what made me pull up in the um that's why i always hook up my friends resumes and stuff i don't charge them nothing because i just feel like listen whatever like well they don't need to have no excuse because you got to be three times as good for do something uh, for sure yeah, to be to have to do something that requires half the effort. It's a shame. When I was working at my last company, I used to see it all the time. I'll be training somebody, and I'm like, okay, where did you work before this? Oh, I just um, I just graduated. I didn't even do an internship. You what? Do you know how many years it took me to get up in here? Mm. But anyway, all right, let's move on. Mm. You have something else you want to add? So Ellen show premiered, and she talked about toxic workplace allegations during the season premiere. Yeah, I saw that. Did you watch it? Uh, I watched her her uh, intro and she talked about it. She took she took ownership. I'm gonna be totally honest. I I don't obviously I don't know Ellen. I never met her. People were saying that she was mean, but I don't really 
to me, that wasn't enough to get her show canceled. And I also feel like people may take someone as being mean when they are passionate. Like this is her show. Even as she said, my name is here, here, here. All this thing, all this thing relies on me. I can see somebody with as much power and experience as Ellen being probably aggressive or mean behind the scenes. Cause it's like, you running a tight ship. This is a very successful show and we don't do no slackers. Now I don't know if that's what happened, but I think that I don't think that it's possible for somebody to be in her role and to just genuinely be nice or passive without hurting somebody's feelings. Yeah. Um, Beyonce said it herself. She said, you can't succeed in this, in this business, this business or industry being nice. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and I don't, that doesn't mean Ellen isn't a nice person, but it's kind of like she has to be the personality she is on camera, but behind the scenes, it's like, hey, you was on your phone. You was doing this. Don't speak to me. I'm stressed out. Now she is literally running this business, run, married, having her own regular life. And I don't know. I just feel like, you know, some, I, and I'm not saying this about the people that complain about her, but some people are sensitive and they get embarrassed and now they want to, you know, call you out. Mm. Per yet. Um, I don't know much about it, but I thought that I'd bring it up to see if you knew anything. So Listen. I have I have my way that I feel about it, and that's just that on there. I mean, unless somebody can give me some more like in depth details about things that she's done to like demean somebody's character or whatever the case may be, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I don't. I think most good managers are um are know how to communicate well, but are firm. You just got to be firm because people start. You give them an inch, they take a mile, and now your show is on darn. Yeah. It's a YouTube only show because you couldn't get the network to cut the check. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a YouTube only show, okay? It's not, but if it was if it was broadcast on TV live and had a stage audience on this other stuff, and now you got to do it from you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, so this week I had a conversation with, with a friend, right. Who was talking to my boyfriend and she was like saying, man, if you knew Alicia back in the day, you knew all this, this, let me tell you what she used to do. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, the stuff I used to do back. I know we talked about on the show multiple times, but like things that I have done that I am not necessarily ashamed of, but I just cannot believe I'm the same person. Even somebody tagged me in a post this <clears> last <throat> week with some people that I just do not talk to anymore at all. Like some people I'm beefing with for life and some people. I'm just, you know, we just kind of drifted apart. So I want to talk about fights that we have been in. Um, or even just arguments, just altercations. Huh? Just altercations in general. Altercations in general, whether it was in public, it was at school, at work, just some stuff, and just like what happened. So I'm gonna let you start off. Um, so early on, I was just having this conversation the other day with Zay. Um, so my cousins. Um, my cousins, my aunt who just recently passed, her sister, I used to be with her sister's kids uh, majority of the time, and they lived on the east side. Mm-hmm. Now, the east side, <laughs> it, it was hood, but it didn't have nothing on there. So when they used to come over our house, they used to be scared. Now, <laughs> I always looked at my cousins, the, the ones you know, I always looked at them as like thugs. Like, not, not for real, for real, but I just I always looked at them as like just real tough people. But since I was the only boy in my house, for real, for real, at the time, my sister, um, she would really make me fight. So, like, the smallest thing, her and my mama would just, like, force me to fight. Like, I, at first, my mama, tried, she, she did that to me, and I think she felt bad. But my sister would do it constantly. Like, anytime somebody would say something out of line to me, she would be like, okay, and you finna go fight them, and I'm staying, and you better hit them first. <laughs> like, she would literally stand there and make me. I remember one time... 
um, I was five years old and I used to leave my bike on the porch. So I looked out the window and there's one boy who used to be like the neighborhood bully. He was riding my bike around the little cul-de-sac in front of our house. So I told my mama, I said, he on my dad on bike. Mind you, the boy in like third grade, I'm in kindergarten. She said, go get him off that bike. I said, what you do you want me mean? to do? She said, go get him off that bike right now. Don't come back in this house so you got it. Why this lady done went in the living room and grabbed a skinny flower vase and handed it to me and said, go get him off that bike. I'm like, I was like, you want me to knock him out with the like, flower vase? I just vase? want you to tell him to get off my bike. Luckily, I didn't even get all the way to him with the vase before he just dropped my bike and ran. So, I, you know, it worked. But I remember a time that my cousin stayed over my house and they would never go outside to play with me because they were scared of the west side. I don't know why, but they were scared. So, um, child, I was about to fight my next door neighbor. My sister had rushed outside to make sure that I wasn't going to get beat up. But my cousins literally looked out the window the whole time and just watched me fight this boy. And I brought that up. I was like, wow, y'all really let that boy, that he was like four times my height. I was so tiny. And I had to fight him. But he built character, though. Like, I, I definitely became a person that just wasn't scared because I knew that I could do it. I'm like, well, shit, fuck it. You know, if I can fight him, I'll fight him. But once we moved from Stanton Road, from East Point, I ain't really have to fight. The only person that I fought was you. Me? Yeah. When we fought? And at the bus stop in middle school. Oh, yeah, you did remind me of that. Hit it. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm lying because I definitely had to fight somebody in Chestnut Ridge before. Twice. There you go, Cedar. Why you talking about me? Fight them, fight them demons. <laughs> yeah, you know what's so, funny? so I, uh, hmm? no, go ahead. You got more. I know you got. Listen, out of our elementary, middle, and high school, you probably double my fight. So okay, okay, no, okay. So it's so funny because my mama never condoned fighting, so she was never gonna be somebody to tell. She always she was a turn the other cheek, tell him praise the Lord, I'm gonna pray for you type of person. So it really wasn't. <laughs> so I didn't really get to fighting in my hood, like in the neighborhood, nothing like that. I was just kind of honestly growing up as a kid. I used to be like, Mama, but if they saying this or doing this, I'm supposed to just walk away. So it kind of turned me into a little punk, low key. But I had to realize, like, you, uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't be plan yeah, like that because yeah, yeah. they they gonna keep trying and then you're gonna be mad that's what would happen they'll i turn the other cheek and they'll say something or do something and i'm just like all right now everybody like hold on hold on mm. <laughs> ain't no kids they'll push it until you kind of like put them in a position where they can't push it no more so anyway so i don't remember my first fight but i do remember um a couple of situations i've been in i mean it'd be like an after school programs and it'll be something where because i used to man i used to wear some bummy clothes as a kid my hair was never done so i would get like picked on because of how i look and so i would just be like push i don't push you know i don't fall on the school bus i don't like shook folks and choked the i don't even know oh well, school, i never noticed uh <laughs> in middle school i remember multiple times where i don't like fault people over what they don't say about bow wow like uh, oh oh my god people or just me Oh my gosh. So, so I don't, it was crazy. I feel like both of the young men that I, they were both men, dudes, the both of the dudes I fought have now passed away, which is crazy to me. It's just crazy how when we get older, we lose people. But um, I'm not going to drop their names because I don't want, you know, stir nothing. But so the one person told me, I don't even know what he said. I swear, I just was, I just like blacked out. And so uh, I fought this dude in, uh, I know it was in Miss Abdullah class in eighth grade. And I remember, 
um he 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 literally his eyes got so big like dang shout like chill out <laughs> and i remember he used to never let it go like even when i would see him around like the west side he'd be like man shout i can't even believe you did all that and i don't even know if he hit me back to be honest no and, i don't um, think he did either yeah but, but I mean, up, baby. He, he even signed my yearbook like stop shaking people stop knocking people out of a bow wow <laughs> but uh i do remember uh in sixth grade i fought this dude named jerron and i really not, i don't know what he said i think he might have like i think he, i bumped into him by accident and i i think it might have been my fault but when he walked away i was like yeah you better walk away <laughs> And he was like, oh, what? So now we gotta fight. So now we in Mr. Andrews' class fighting in the entry. And I he he definitely hit me bad. But I it was <laughs> it was my pride that really made me fight him. And then uh I think that was I think that's so I had three, so that's three fights I had in middle school. I don't think I ever fought no girl. What's funny? But um oh, yes, yes I did. Yes, did. I did. I was about to say, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, I did. So okay, I think this was uh 10th grade. And this girl, she used to just play so much. Oh my gosh, she really used to get on my nerves. And it's just so funny how life come at you because honey, if you look her up today, you'd be like, now now, now Miss Mamas. Really, to be honest, ain't nothing ain't much change of her end. But anyway, she just used to play so much. And so we was at lunch, and I think she might like scratch my neck and she wouldn't stop. So I was just like, you and then next thing you know, we fight. And it was, I mean, that was, it was very short. I mean, it might not have even been 30 seconds. It was, and I was so mad, Draco. Why I went. That's a long fight to me. 30 huh? seconds. That's a long fight. It was, you, and that's what's funny, but it really wasn't that long. Like it really wasn't no drag session. And I feel like, I don't even know if we really got licks. It was more so like, you know, you know how when two people push doing the same thing, we both trying to push each other and do it was just like everybody and it was uh it was I think that was the only fight where it was like a big crowd, like it was a big old circle around us. It just was oh my god, so unnecessary. But I was so mad, I had on punched a locker. I'm like, now nah, why you do that? Now your hand hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh um in uh high school, I fought this one boy, uh I don't even know. I don't even be knowing why these fights started. And I feel like it might have been because he bumped me and I got mad or something. I might have told him the same thing. Yeah, you better walk away. And I think the girl had said, she was like, you going to let him say that to you? And I was like, you right. And then now we fight in a corner of this little, we had like a concession stand by the cafeteria. And I had him. Now, I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to make kick it like I knocked him to a point where he hit the flow. But I definitely had him pinned down on the flow, but only because he failed. But, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we fight. And I could when it was over, I'm like, this, the particular dude, I'm like, did I really just fight? such and such and all this stuff was really over pride it was like embarrassment so now i gotta fight because i'm embarrassed instead of just like letting it ride because i was never known to be somebody to be in no drama like that like i never was like i never was a fighter i didn't used to be in stuff like that but when i did fight it was like stuff like that it was like stupid it's just stupid nothing to worth worth bragging about because if you ask me it never happened that's how i kick it but i was gonna ask so, you huh Oh, go go. Actually, before no, I'm before. Do you remember this time we was at Five Point Station and this girl had just started like trying to chump me off for no reason and we didn't even know her. Yeah, I I always think about that day because I used to be I be thinking like, did I look like somebody? So y'all, okay, basically, me and Draco was at the train station at Five Points. If you're from Atlanta, you know Five Points is like this huge underground train station. It's got a bunch of different platforms and stuff like that. And one day, this girl started like popping off in the mouth to me and I'm looking at her literally like you talking to me and she was like yeah you and so I just like snapped and I don't even remember what I said I just was like hold on little baby 
Allen Iverson did me like that before. <laughs> Literally, I remember we got on the train thing. and she was trying to kick it like she was finna like break through the little dough that separated the cart. When really all you had to do was get on the cart with us if you really wanted to be some. Yeah, weird though. Then do you remember that situation? He just had some up with it. Oh wow, wait, I know exactly what you about to say. <laughs> the one on the train. Yes. Now that day was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> That day was crazy. I don't think I fought in that situation. I just was trying to, like, look, don't do that. Don't do that. It was, all I know was blood. Um, I ain't going to say I, um, okay, so what happened with me was I jumped in it, but then remember, as soon as I got in, the boy was like, if you hit her, we're going to jump you. Remember? Cause they oh, were, I they do were remember like push, that. They were trying to push me through because I had, like, jumped up to jump in, too, because I was scared. And I'm like, oh no, they're not finna just beat her up, you know. Exactly. And my thing is, I don't do weapons. I seen that knife. I'm like, oh, I ain't fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. you. <laughs> now that was a long fight. That fight lasted from oh. H.E. Holmes to five points. It did. It did. And then people, y'all, okay, so H.E. Holmes, so I think from H.E. Holmes to five points, what's it like five or six stations? It's H.E. Holmes, Ashby, Westlake, Vine yep. City. And then five, yep. so five train stations. And so we are, it's like six, maybe six people. So it's like three, four of us. And it was like three or four of them. And it's one big fight. And y'all, people are just getting on it off the train, minding their business. <laughs> Literally <laughs> no, acting like nothing is happening. No security will call. And I'm pretty sure the people that we was with was supposed to have got off at one of them stations at Ashby, yeah. I think. But yeah, that was a mess. But I, I was actually scared. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because I'm like, if I get sliced, my throat gets sliced, I ain't gonna get to graduate from high school. Like, my oh whole future in front of me. So my question is, growing up, right, my mama used to always tell me, if somebody hit you, hit them back. I don't care if it's a girl or boy. Yeah. Whoever. Yeah. Somebody put their hands on you, you hit, you hit them back. Do you feel like, because I know we live in a in a time where everything is really, really, really fragile. And although I don't believe in putting your hands on a woman, like a man putting their hands on a woman, I don't believe in that at all. Yeah. Um. Do you what type of um? What, how do you think a, a man is supposed to hand, handle a situation when it comes to a woman putting their hands on them? Like, do you think you know that what? they should return the favor or <laughs> not? The favor. You, am I supposed to just eat that because? A lot of times women are very strong. Like, what if they knock my tooth out? Or what if I get harmed in the way like I get cut or anything like that? Like, how am I supposed to handle that situation? I actually think about this a lot in two situations. Because you mentioned, like, growing up, your mom used to say, if somebody hits you, hit them back. I think about this with my nephews. Because if my nephews are in a situation where somebody's being mean to them or hit them, like, do I tell my nephew to hit him back? Or I tell him to tell the teacher? Because you want a teacher to be involved, but you don't want to kind of put that in his head that he's supposed to just like run and tell every time or not necessarily snitch but it's like he gotta defend himself like you know what i'm saying you gotta be able to yeah. I feel like as a child you want to raise a child to grow up to be strong and know how to defend themselves stuff like that and but you also don't want them to be you know saying getting in fights now um yeah. with the girl and boy situation i'm not gonna lie i don't think a man should hit a woman back but I do know there are situations. I mean, you, we even saw what happened with um Vado and um Tahiri. Is that her name, Tahiri? Um, who I dated Joe Budden? 
Yeah, yeah, for here, yeah. So she apparently now I didn't see the whole episode, but somebody um somebody saw it and they would tell me they would give me the, the cliff notes. And basically, like she had been hitting him through apples at him, was doing all kinds of stuff, and he actually like grabbed her. Now it did look on camera to us that he choked her, but apparently it wasn't that. Now I don't to me, it's like people have a ticking time bomb. It's like only so far you can push somebody before they react. I do I do commend a man that is strong enough, or not gonna say strong enough, a man that is able to like resist stuff like that and just kind of like, but you're not finna sit there and just get beat up. I just think that there maybe a line, like I, I feel like if I if, ugh, it's so it's ugh, it's it's a thin line, man. Cause I feel like if you are being harmed to the point where you are not even you can't even take these hits, you bleeding. Shot of knocking you out. She got a gun in your head. I mean, you might have to push her. I don't really know, like, what you gonna do? Now, I don't condone him hitting her, but I could see somebody pushing somebody off of them. I mean, I just really, I don't know. I just don't even, it's just one of them. Because <laughs> I feel like yeah. naturally men are stronger than women. Now, there are strong women, but I think that if, when people have a history of having the same behavior, you might not be able to take it no more. Now, I do think you should just remove yourself from that situation before it escalates, but we don't, every situation can't go that way. Yeah, like, even even in, like, a lot of domesticated relationships, um, the woman is the aggressor, and I don't think people really understand or believe that, but a lot of times women are, like, um, the aggressor in a situation where they're the ones who are beating on their husbands or... Yeah boyfriends and stuff like that and people listen to situations like that and laugh because they like you know you you think you letting a girl beat on you and da 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 um i recently but then it's like okay but if he's being a quote-unquote gentleman and not hitting her back like what he supposed to do now i do think you should break up with somebody that's been abusive to you but some i mean some situations vary so much um i follow this one tattoo model turned porn star um his name i forgot his name but oh, he, i think you mentioned him before yeah yeah and his wife his ex-wife now she was abusing him like she would be beating him with champagne bottles and choking him she would be like doing all kind of crazy stuff that i don't even want to say out loud but i was just like what the fuck like what is he supposed to do in a situation like that you know what yeah. i'm saying because when if when it's the other way around of course um we always advise women to either hit, um, hit them back or call the police and get the police involved or leave. But is that the same case with women? Like, I definitely would have to get the law involved. But I don't know. I feel like those situations aren't put out in the media more than the the men are. Yeah, I think my expectation would be defend yourself and to a point where it doesn't create harm to her as well because i mean i know i said earlier push her off you but i don't mean push her off to the steps like don't push down the steps, you know yeah. what i'm saying but i think you should be able to do you should do what it takes to get that person off you without creating harm like don't slap her and choke her or kick her and all that but i do think i don't know man it's i it's, it's no acceptable answer i think because the way society has put you know the the um the responsibility on the man and it is uh, every time we find out, a man, I mean, we've seen a celebrity man, especially speak out about a woman hitting in the air, calling him weak and all this other stuff. And it's just kind of like, I mean, <laughs> if he hit a bat, y'all going to be mad. So, like, what do we Not do? these niggas weak. <laughs> y'all call him seven <laughs> days. What, what did you have you ever been in a situation where a girl was hitting you or doing something like that? I mean, obviously not a girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, I brought that up because. Um, in like middle school and 
middle in middle school, I remember a few times where I got into a fight with some girls, including you. Okay. But for the most <laughs> part, all of them they hit me first, like they, including you. Okay. <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> I was young. I didn't know better. I understand that, but I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> all the fights that I've gotten into with girls, they definitely hit me first. And I was in middle school. Like I ain't, I ain't gonna say no, no better. But that's how I was taught. Like somebody hit you in the back. I remember this girl. She was just. She was like trying to be a bully, and we were playing. um we were playing like Interhawk. I don't know if you know what that is, but we was playing like this little ghetto baseball game called Interhawk where you play baseball with the tennis ball. And you get, it's a lot. But uh, <laughs> we were playing Interhawk and the girl was just like, um, he he missed that daggone ball and he played for Ben Hill. If he missed that ball again, I'm going to I'm gonna slap him. Yikes. And I, and I looked at her and Slap-o. I was like, I ain't even say nothing. I literally missed it on purpose and looked at her. And so she walked over to me and like stood like in my face. And mind you, I towered over her. Yeah. So everybody is standing around us and she slapped me. Her name was Nina. I remember that. She slapped me and baby, we went at it. I mean, like I was throwing acorns at her when she was walking <laughs> away. Like after we was after we was fighting. Um, not acorns, pine cones. Like when she was walking away, I literally was like trolling her, like throwing pine cones at her. Cause I'm just like, oh my God. She really tried the fuck out of me. Like that's how I felt. Like she really tried me. Yeah, like, I think it's different as a kid too. Also, let me be very clear there's a difference between self defense and domestic violence. Yeah, but I think that even in most situations with girls, even if it is self defense, the guy is definitely gonna, have, gonna take the. Fall yeah, the law it. gonna be on the woman's side. Yeah, because I even was watching like a story with uh, what a story with Rihanna and Chris Brown. Mm, in that yeah. situation, Rihanna was the aggressor, mm-hmm. and I want to say she even said it. And um, Chris Brown still gets reprimanded for that to this day. He sure does. You know what I'm saying? Like as much as he, like I feel like he did way too much. Like he he did entirely too much. Like absolutely, he went way he too far. Too he went way too far, but um. I do feel like that's crazy how like even if even in the situation where the woman is being an aggressor, no matter what, I feel like the guy is gonna be the one that takes the the blame for it. And I don't think that's a hundred percent wrong, but I also don't think it's hundred percent right either. Yeah, I think I mean and, and yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, but and it was unfortunate not unfortunately, but I think the only thing people a lot of times have to go off of because it's I mean it's almost one of those situations where you can just say somebody hits you and they go into jail. And it's like, well, what are, yes. you supposed to, what are you even supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Unless somebody got yeah. bruises. And honestly, somebody can have bruises and not be the aggressor. And then, I mean, and have been the aggressor. And then the other person gets, like, it's just one of them things where I just feel like if somebody, if you're in a situation where you are being abused, just, if you can, get yourself out of it. Because it's like one of them things that you just, people don't just not be abusing. Now, I don't consider myself being abusive. I will say that um, as a kid, it's always some kind of competition going on. You got to prove yourself and all that. And I'm pretty sure that's why I was doing the stuff I was doing. But um, I think that when I have fought, it was either pride, me being embarrassed, or just not knowing how to really express myself. And so I wanted to fight because my words ain't getting through your thick skull. And that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I'm fighting. I'm just playing. I, I, don't, I won't put my hands on a woman. 2020, I'm a whole different yeah, person. I wouldn't do that. I, I think about... 
uh, my nieces and how angry I would be if somebody would put my their hands on them or situations like that. Like I or my sister, anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't even fathom no shit like that happening. So I'm like, right, don't play with me, don't play with them. And it's so interesting though, because we're adults now and we look at our, like our nieces and nephews and we want to protect them, but we were also them. And so it's like the perspective is just so interesting because like I don't want my nephews getting in fights. I don't want nobody bothering them. But one day somebody yeah. might, and they got to know what to do. And it's like, I don't, like, I don't know. My granddaddy's always tell me, I, he was like, somebody messaged you, pick up the closest brick. I used to be thinking, well, what if I had oh, no brick close by? <laughs> I feel like they all think that brick should be sitting around. Should be sitting around. They say the same thing. And then the funny thing is, I ain't never really seen no bricks like that. I used to see cinder blocks. Yeah, cinder blocks. That's exactly what <laughs> I'm like, I that's what I think of when I think of bricks. One. I don't be thinking of like the ones you build a house with. I think of like, okay, we about to because the center block you can put both hands in the middle of it and you know what I'm saying, swing like a bag. Yeah. Okay. I never use, I don't think I ever use nothing like I never use objects. I always use my hands, I think. Mm. <laughs> anyway, now, I, I don't think I've ever used a weapon. I actually want a, a, some weapons. I was thinking about it yesterday, actually. I definitely need a, 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 a pistol. I was um I was driving and I live by a golf course and a lot of people exercise around the golf course and I saw an older lady and she was walking um with a golf club and in my head I'm like that's so clocky and I'm like she I I would I wonder if it's something where you can get like a expandable baton or something you could put it yeah. in a fanny pack because I you know I just be I'm like I don't want to walk you around can, with that but I think for her she probably feel like they see me with this golf club they're not gonna bother me number one and the golf yeah. club is heavy. Yeah, and that's it might another be thing. Like, she probably too. can't even really enjoy her um her workout because she gotta have that in her hand. No, nah, that's a weight. <laughs> <laughs> you can. That's a weight. But sometimes people, you know, I know I see a lot of people around here walking with sticks sometimes because we have coyotes and stuff. So I think they might be having it yeah. too. For What's like, up with the coyotes in Georgia now? Let me tell you something. I swear to God, I thought somebody's dog was behind my house. I thought it was a dog, y'all. I was, when I seen that tail, I said, no, nah, no, nah, that ain't no German Shepherd. <laughs> What's up with that? I heard that they moving closer to the city because of their habitat is getting tampered with or something like that. Of course. that That's exactly what it is. You know, a lot of areas that used to have a lot of trees, they're tearing down for construction. You know, they're ruin, ruining their habitat, habitat and our air quality. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Well, we got seven years, so. <laughs> That's a gap. So I don't think that the uh, times are going to end in seven years, but I think seven years is when the effects will be irreversible. So, yeah. <sighs> Knowing our our, uh, our democracy, nothing will be done to fix that. So here we are. That's why I can't even imagine bringing a child into this world. All right. Anything you want to add to the subject? Um, no. Um, nah. Just start, don't put your hands on nobody. I mean, that's hard to say because we live in a world that's crazy, but like, I mean. Right, you don't know how you might have to defend yourself the next time you have an altercation. You know, I don't have a lot of like high yelling arguments. But you know, I be practicing for them in my head all the time, but they never happen. I be practicing in the shower. (laughs) Me too. I've been in the shower. I've been in the bed. Like, ooh, if somebody stepped on my foot when I got on white Air Force Ones, I'm a goddamn. Do you even wear white Air Force Ones? So when I do get a chance, when I, when the opportunities had come up to fight, it wasn't one of the arguments that I practiced in my head, and I don't like that. Mm. <laughs> but all right, y'all. That is this week's episode. I got to get back to work. This episode is not getting edited. It's going straight out. So 
<laughs> it is what it is. If we messed it up, is. oh well. Because oh, we ain't messed nothing up. I I was attentive, but uh, yeah, I'm on my lunch break, and this episode is coming out within the next hour. So <laughs> hold it down. All right, y'all. Yeah, hey, I'm about to go to work too. Both of us gotta go to work. Have fun. Stay safe.